0: You know the show. You listen to Raylus Sports on the Place America Network. I'm in Phoenix Living Like It Matters. And what matters to me, well, excuse me, I'm a little bit under the weather, but what matters to me is today is September eleventh, nine one one. We all remember that day, September eleventh of two thousand one. I certainly do. And uh at that time, I was not living here in Arizona. I was living in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, living like it mattered. And uh, when mattered then, uh, our country was under attack, and it was a, a very, very, very frightening moment, moments of time that were just, they froze. You know, you could see the pictures. You could see the towers. You prayed for the people there. You prayed for the whole country. You prayed for your family. Most of us, very few people were at homes with their family. It was it was in the morning, and people were at work, and uh, children were at school. And and then, of course, uh, later uh, there were games to be played, uh, games uh, that were played around the country. I think the NFL, if I'm not mistaken, I think there were a couple games, that, a few games that maybe did not play. Baseball missed a few games there in New York, if I recall correctly, and— uh, but then we got back to coming together and uniting as one and playing ball and giving somebody else and giving everybody something else to think about, knowing that those folks that lost their lives, some of those, of course, you know, this is not about ball. It was about their lives, but uh, certainly they were fans of the game, and they certainly would have wanted us to continue on with the games and uh And to think about them and pay homage to them, and uh, they sacrificed their lives. So I just want to, at this time, I'm going to take a moment of silence as I do from time to time, and then we're going to get back. Okay, God bless you all who sacrificed your life for us. Uh, We certainly appreciate it, and uh, certainly hope nothing like that ever happens again. I tell you what, uh, there are some football teams that played this weekend. (laughs) <laughs> they probably wish that uh, nothing like that ever happens to them again. I will tell you that uh, one of those teams for sure is the Buffalo Bills. You you had a quarterback that you could have that you could have kept, uh, but you decided to send him up to Cleveland, and uh, you know you didn't need him. And uh, we certainly appreciate you sending him to Cleveland because uh, you gave us a chance uh, that something happened to us that hasn't happened like in the last two seasons. Uh, we did not lose. We tied. We didn't win, but we certainly didn't lose. So that was certainly uh, appreciated and uh, made Joe Flacco look like, you know, the second coming of Joe Flacco. And we all know that that's not going to happen. Uh, I don't foresee uh, the Ravens making it back to the Super Bowl this year under the leadership of Joe Flacco. But Buffalo certainly made him seem like that. But a lot of other things to talk about, too. My Philadelphia Eagles, of course, uh, they struggled a little bit. They look good. They, they play well enough to win the game. And, and that's what you got to do sometimes. When you learn how to win, that's what you have to do. And I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to, you know, jump out of pro football real fast, and I'm going to go to college football. Because I don't know if any of you watched last Saturday night, if you watched Arizona State play Michigan State, but talk about knowing how to win and play to win the game, the man who authored that famous statement now, Coach Herm Edwards, Herm showed you how to win the game. You play to win the game. He, he, I mean, he, it was masterful the way his team managed that fourth quarter and how they, they beat Michigan State. Shout out to Herm. Shout out to him, man. He 2-0. A lot of people did not believe Hearn was going to be 2-0. They didn't believe Michigan State was going to look. They, they thought Michigan State would beat ASU. So much for those so-called experts who, uh, who thought that was going to happen. Did not happen. Not at all. Uh, I, I know I, I got some family members that love the Raiders. But I know when it came time for their money, I hope their smart money was on the Rams. The Rams and the Raiders last night, 33-13 is the final score. According to Chucky, uh, you know, the score doesn't really, you know, reflect what the game looked like. Nah, I might agree with that to a point. But it must have looked like 33 points on the board because that's what the final score was, Chucky. They put 33 up on you. You put 13 on the board. I'm not so sure that I'm going to give up on the Raiders. I don't think the Raiders are going to make a real impact this year. Uh, Will they make the playoffs? I don't know. I wouldn't bet house money on that. I don't know about that. Um, But I'm I'm, I'm just a little sour. There's no reason why Max should not have been signed. He would have helped your football team. You certainly could have used him last night. It's obvious you could have used him last night. But then again, out the gate they played – the Rams. Some people are picking the Rams to be the representatives in the NFC in the Super Bowl. Some people are picking them to win the Super Bowl. They certainly got a good football team. And so, to watch them play last night, the way they started off, the Raiders looked like they, you know, might, you know, be that tough football team we're looking for. I certainly think they can make a little bit of noise, but uh, I, I was happy to see the Rams. Accelerate, push the pedal down, and finish. Don't take your foot off the pedal, finish. And they look really good doing that. So uh, I wasn't disappointed with the Rams at all. In fact, I was uh, quite happy with the way they looked. And uh, so we'll see uh, what happens with them. Tell you what else uh, I found very interesting. By the way, if somebody would like to call in today, I'm going to take calls because I'm going to do the show by myself. 888-346-9144. Or 4-4, according to, shout out to Moses Malone. 888-346-9144. Rest in peace, my brother. Uh, I'll tell you what also, that um, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, we, you know, we, we, this, is, this is a new age of the new quarterbacks, but at the same time, we got some OGs, some old guys that's been around for a while that we, we can't forget about them. Now, one thing I, I'm gonna I'm put a little spin on this too, because there was a couple quarterbacks that got you know bumped up a little bit, and uh, I'm surprised that that they returned with the ability to play. With, now Aaron Rodgers didn't put a lot of weight on that leg, on that knee, but certainly you know how Aaron was in pain. And with what's going on in the National Football League with you know there's a lawsuit out there now with former players suing them because. Uh, you know, prescription medication that was just given to them by trainers and, you know, an abundant amount of them and, and some guys got addicted. And so I don't like when I see guys go out there because it, it, his health is important. Now, I want to see, you know, we always tell the boys, you know, from the time you're a little boy, get up, man, suck it up, keep going. I did that to two people in my life that i never forget. One was a young kid and one was one of my best friends in life. Both of them end up having casts put on on their on their on their feet. They broken. Both of them had broken their foot at two different times. But I told them just get up, suck it up, man. Come on, man. Run it off. Ain't, it ain't no problem. They later both had to have casts put on their feet. Why? Because I was a, I was of that mentality. Just get up. Oh, come on, man. Keep going. Don't worry about it. You're going to be OK. Not the case. Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I'm curious as to see what the real diagnosis is going to come out. Um. Is it going to be something serious? I'm, I'm, I'm really curious to hear that. Uh, I know they gave him some medication to deal with his pain, to play through it. Is it really worth it to play through it? You won the game. It was one game, here. I know they just paid you a lot of money, just signed a nice contract and all that. But again, oh, let's think about that. Let's think about that. Um, 888-346-9144. Want to call in? Speaking of uh, quarterbacks, we Tom Brady. Come on, man, really? Tom Brady. Okay, <laughs> because this past weekend, now everybody wants to, you know. It's the truth now. Tom Brady is the is the greatest of all time, and uh, he may be the greatest quarterback of all time. But Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback. Now. I guess what they're saying is the greatest of all time. And I've always, i felt this way about a lot of things. It's like, I feel this way, particularly in basketball, because there's only five people on the court. Well, it's 10 people on at a time, with five on your team. I feel that if you're the most valuable basketball player in the NBA, your team should win the championship. In fact, I don't think they should hand out. I don't care. I don't want to hear nothing about the regular season. I don't think you should hand out the most valuable player until after the NBA championship is played out. I've said that before many times. If you're the most valuable player of the team, I'm sorry, of your league, not the team, the league, then your team should win the championship. If if you're not the most valuable player, then okay, I understand that. But if you are the most valuable player, your team, if you're the most valuable Anything that is the most valued, the most valuable, it's above and beyond everything else. So your team should win it all. If your team doesn't win it all, I'm not sure you're the most valuable. So Tom Brady, greatest quarterback of all time because he's won more championship rings. He has more championship rings than anybody. Aaron Rodgers right now, if, I guess if anybody had to take a quarterback, the quarterback they take would be Aaron Rodgers. But I just got to say this. I look at Bill Belichick and I look at Tom Brady, and you hear all these people to talk about schemes and systems. One thing I'm going to give Bill Belichick credit for is Bill Belichick finds receivers in the National Football League that know how to catch the ball. Bottom line, if you do not catch the ball, then Tom Brady's not a great quarterback. Nobody gives or puts enough emphasis on throwing and catching the football. If the Chicago Bears defensive backs could catch better, perhaps maybe Aaron Rodgers would not have won that game. Catching the ball is so important. So that's one thing that I want to bring attention to how how well Tom Brady performs because of the fact that Tom Brady has receivers I don't know where they find them, but all the receivers they find can catch the ball. They do an outstanding job of catching the ball that Tom throws to them. Some people say Tom has a nice touch on his balls. That could be the case. That could be the case. Throws a nice deep ball. Even when when he's got to put some heat on there, it still is the kind of ball that can be caught. He knows where to place the ball at. I don't think enough emphasis is put on that. So when you talk about is it the coach, is it the system, is it the quarterback, it's also the receivers. I don't care if they come from someplace else. Cook, who was with, them at, uh, who was w- with the Patriots at one time, is, is no longer with the Patriots anymore. We saw him making some outstanding catches. Tom Brady's receivers. Gronk, Gronk made a catch the other day across the middle there. That, that, those people are all over him. Their hands were, you know, mixed and mingled up amongst his hands. I don't really think it was a catch. I think it hit the ground. But Gronk caught that pass. He got credit for catching that pass. Tom Brady put the ball, I guess, the only place you could put it at. Again, I I just think more credit needs to be given to these receivers of these quarterbacks. Aaron Rodgers throws the ball. 15 yards, receiver goes another. 60 yards. 75-yard touchdown. Aaron Rodgers get get the credit for a 75-yard touchdown. We got to say something about yak yards too. Yards after catch. We don't put enough emphasis on that. These are things that receivers are doing to make quarterbacks look good. Some guys they can't run that fast. They get caught. They can't run 60 yards and, and not get caught. But some guys can. We're gonna take a break. We're gonna come back. Man, I got a lot to talk about. Like I said, you can call in and talk to me. 888-346-9144. Ray Ellis Sports on the Voice of America Network. I'm in Phoenix living like it matters. Today is 9-11. Stop and think about it. We'll be right back.
1: Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Are you ready for the latest sports news, the culture around the game, and unique insight? Then you need to make Kareem and the coach your destination each week. Host Kareem Rush played for the LA Lakers and has the inside track to personas in both professional and college sports. Co-host Eric Newman is a former basketball coach and now a producer and filmmaker. Together they cover sports and entertainment in a fast-paced hour every Friday at 5pm Eastern Time and 2pm Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports.
0: All right, you hear the music, you know the show. This are the Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix living like it matters. What matters to me, today is 9-11. And on September 11th of 2001, the United States of America was attacked in such a way that uh, it brought fear to everybody that, that I knew in my life that was important to me in my life, uh, certainly my immediate family, my wife, my children. Uh, scary moment in time, scary moment in history. Certainly made us put things into perspective at that time, and we were able to bring some normalcy back to our lives weeks, months, years after. Some people who I'm sure are still affected by... Um, Certainly um, Those people who lost their lives And sacrificed their lives uh, Those who lost their lives Because they were under attack um, God bless you Those people who lost their lives Because they sacrificed their lives To try to save others uh, In the towers uh, Or in in D.C. Or in Pennsylvania uh, God bless you and your families as well I want to say thank you For all that you did uh, certainly, and um uh, across the country, you know we certainly saw a unification of the country of of all of the people of the United States of America, in particular those who are citizens of this country and uh, in, in such a way that a sporting events, particularly baseball and football uh because again, if it's September, you're getting ready for October, and you know what October is for baseball, that's when it happens. Uh, September obviously was a kickoff for football, uh, so seasons were just getting started. <clears throat> but there was a sacrifice to bring attention to uh, something that was bigger than ball. But then we got back to ball, and getting back to ball was something that it helped everybody kind of move to the next phase of their life of trying to get back to some normalcy, you know. And it, it, it obviously was very scary for a lot of people because. You know, if you attack the towers and then you go to try to go to D C and and then you come to Pennsylvania, you know, obviously it had people afraid of because of the fact that these were these were monumental places that they were going to that they had targeted. And certainly um stadiums would come to mind where you've got some stadiums, you know, sixty, seventy, eighty thousand people at one time. You know, who knows that a plane wasn't gonna fly into A stadium so uh, there were some people a little resistant to go to stadiums and others who were going to go on about their lives and and we got back to borrow got back to sports and uh, there was some some joy in some lives you know something to cheer about and so we we reflect on that and uh, thank you for those uh, brave people who uh, intentionally sacrifice or, or those who lost their lives unexpectedly Uh, Pray for you and your families So let's get back to football today And of course Let me just go over some scores in case some of you out there missed What happened last night Uh, The Raiders who uh, Everybody just thought Chucky was going to come with his magic And uh, one thing I would say That in in his press conference I, I think Chucky took on The personality of the media person that he had become over the few over these past few years, and he was going to answer the question to the best of his ability, any way that he could possibly answer. Any, and he answered those questions. Here's what I want to say to you: I, you know, there's something about a person that you guys need to understand, in, in athletics, particularly in football, football is a very, very, very emotional game. Chucky is an emotional person. I think somebody needs to talk to Chucky and let him know it's extremely important that his team feeds off of him. Chucky's body language was terrible throughout the second half, last night of the game. Terrible. It was terrible. I know his quarterback threw an interception, he was thinking, what the hell was that? And his body language said that. If he didn't say... Takara, what the hell was that? What the hell were you thinking? His body language showed it. Chucky has to be conscious of the fact that his team feeds off of his body language. It's important for him to be conscious of that. Are you folks asking me, well, Ray, is body language going to win or lose a football game? I'll let you think about that one. I'll let you think about that. All of us know body language. We read in the body language all the time. Your parents, your wife, your brother, your sister, people, your co-workers. Walking to a restaurant, walking to a store, anywhere. Body language, it, it, it sends a message. Either I'm with you or I'm not. I'm thinking, you know, what are you thinking? Or I'm thinking we're on the same page. I don't know how I don't know how in the world, you know, you could think anything different. As a as a matter of fact, I mean, I just think about the Philadelphia Eagles. And the body language of of Nick Foles when he walked to the sideline in, in, in the Super Bowl and he basically walked over to the, his coach and said, you know, Philly special? Philly Philly. That what you want? Is the body language it was like the yeah it coach didn't even think about it, yeah, let's let's go with it. It's a language that came over with, with a positive attitude to the sideline, knowing that we're on the same page. I'm feeling confident. you feeling confident. I'm walking over with a swagger. I say, like, hey, man, it's time. Let's do this one. Chucky, bring your swagger back to your team. You, you, your team, I'm not even sure that your team started off with the right swagger. You went down and punched it. Yeah, Marshawn was struggling, and the whole team pushed him into the end zone. That was good. But you got to build off of that, Chucky. You know how to do that. You know, you do the boom with your fist and all that stuff. Come on, bring that back. Show some emotion to I don't care if they're down. You got to let your team know. Listen, Aaron Rodgers was down a, a whole game. <laughs> he was, you know, he, they had so many points on him. They, you know, it was like a game full of points that they were down. I think it might have been 21, 23 or something like that. They came back. Nobody gave up on him or his team. What about you, Chucky? You got to do that. You got some You got some weapons, but they need you whatever that, what you bring to the table. You have to bring that to the table. You didn't bring that last night. I, I want to talk a little bit about the Jets and Donald. Um, there was no doubt, the first play of the game, I, I think that game really... You know how you hear people talk about how the first few plays are scripted. I think Sam I think Downs, I think that game was scripted for him. I I just it's like, could it really happen like that? The first pass you throw, it's a pick six the other way. And then you end up coming back blazing on fire. You just shake it off, shake your shoulder off, and you just you just win a football game. Like you're all pro. And I i don't care if it was the Detroit Lions because I'm going to tell you, the Detroit Lions, when I watched them yesterday, they, I mean, there was some energy in their defense. They were moving. They were running to the ball. They looked quick. Detroit Lions looked like they were a good football team. Like Stafford, i Stafford, you know, oh, boy. I'm not going to say anything about him. I, I just want to, Donaldson, I, I think that he played a great game. I think that He could not have wanted the game to work out any different, you know, to start off. The adversity, first of all, the adversity was that you were starting as a rookie, the youngest quarterback in the history of the National Football League, to ever start his first game. You did that. That adversity, that was adversity enough. Then Sam Iam throws an interception in the first pass. Now, again, some people think he made a mistake and he tried to throw it back across his shoulders. I, I wish Terry Brashoff had been on there because Terry's always, you know, hammering quarterbacks for doing that. And he he tried to do it. He did it several times himself successfully. But many times, yes, the ball, that, the ball has to travel so much that a, a defensive back can recover from that. But those are usually scramble plays. That was a design play. You saw the running back. He was on a wheel route. That was his... To run up the sidelines as Sam rolled away from him, he's gonna throw it back to him. And defensive backs, as they do, sometimes they they read their keys and, and they, you know, they had their tunnel and their peripheral vision that they see the receivers in their zone and they react. But they were actually trying to hope, they were hoping that they wouldn't react, that they would go with the flow and everybody would go on over. And that receiver would be wide open. It was open for a period of time. And depending upon, you know, how Sam was running, his ability maybe to stop and plant a foot and, and uh, you know, throw a dart back, maybe he could have completed. But because he put some air up under it, nah, recovered. But that in itself did not bother that young man at all. Shook his shoulders off and went right back in the game. showed that he was ready. Now, was that enough to start the conversation that the Giants picked the wrong person because they didn't, they picked sick on Barkley and, and not him? No. Because Barkley showed you in the Giants game why you picked him. Because he showed you that there's a time in a game when he could take it to the house. And more times than not, there's going to be a time in a game where running back is going to have to take it to the house more so than, well, a quarterback. See, Donaldson did not show that he, he had the ability to bring his team from behind like Aaron Rodgers did and win a ball game. He didn't show that last night. That's not what he showed us. That was not what he displayed last night. He showed you from the beginning, I can take this team on, face some adversity early on, put it on the back burner, get the confidence of my troops, and move forward and play a, an entire game for sixty minutes and win a game. Can he win a game late in the game? I don't know that. We have to wait and see when he's behind. But 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 certainly, uh, and look look good, look very good. So I would say this. I would say now you got to look at. Don't look at it. You know, bar, you know, we should have took. Donaldson instead of, you know, instead of Saquon. Say no, Barkley did what he what you wanted him to do for you yesterday, I mean Sunday, you got it, you got that out of him. He took it to distance. You know, other than that, you know, he got you some yards here and there. But you played against a good team. We're gonna have to take a break. We're gonna come back. You listen to Rail of Sports on the Voice of America Network. I'm in Phoenix Living Like It Matters. We'll be right back.
1: Perfect time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports.
0: All right, you hear the music, you know the show. you listen listening to Real Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, Living Like It Matters, September 11th, 2001. That's what matters to me. Um, God bless all those people today that are um, thinking about the family members that they lost. Uh, I want to thank those family members for doing everything they could to assure the safety of others. Those who sacrificed their lives intentionally. And then I also want to pray for those whose family members were um, victims of Uh, Planes that uh, Were Flown into buildings Without their knowledge of knowing That was going to happen And then of course uh, those uh, Particularly those in the plane that decided to uh, They were going to rush The hijackers and uh, Their plane went down In uh, Pennsylvania Uh, So God bless you All those souls, those quiet souls And uh we haven't forgotten you, and we thank you so much. And uh, there was some unity in in this country, uh, at least for a period of time, because of of all of you. And we haven't forgotten you; we never will. And then we got back to some normalcy, and we started playing some football. Are you ready for some football? And uh, so we had some of that this past weekend. So I'm going to do is I'm going to go through the scores, just in case some of you don't know if you're, you some of you may you know you may have a team out there you don't know if your team how bad they lost you might even bet on the game over and under and you didn't know that you were over you were under and you got some money waiting for you it's it's legal to bet now uh, i hope you guys know that so we might even talk a little bit about betting on this show from now on uh, you know i'm i'm not a betting man because i is uh, let me talk a little bit about betting because people used to always of course i went to the ohio state university one of the greatest stories that was talked about in football had nothing to do with football. Had to do with gambling, because we had a quarterback by the name of Art Sleester, who was a, a first-round draft pick for the, at the time it used to be the Baltimore Colts. Uh, but Art gambled on games, uh, and I, I, I can t- After I found out that he gambled on games, it, it didn't surprise me. I, I saw a couple of things that when you look, you know, how sometimes you look back on a situation and you think certain things. I looked back on certain things, and I saw certain things in art that made me think, "Mm." and we played a Rose Bowl game, in case some of you don't remember back this far, not old enough to know, but we played a Rose Bowl game January 1, 1980, a long time ago. We played against a, a Hall of Fame, pro football Hall of Fame football team in the USC Trojans. Well, they, they, they had two Heisman Trophy winners. Never, I don't think in the history of college football has that ever happened. With the exception, if you want to think about Archie Griffin, were there ever two Heisman Trophy winners in a backfield at the same time? Because Archie won the Heisman Trophy twice, but that was one person. They had a fullback and a tailback that won the Heisman Trophy in the backfield. They also had Anthony Munoz on that team. They also had Ronnie Lott on that team. Uh, they had uh, one of the Matthews brothers on that team. Um, There's great players on that team. We lost 17-16, I think it was. 17-16. They beat us by one point. Of course, uh, Art threw an interception that we, a couple, well, uh, one interception in particular, we just shook our heads about. So anyway, uh, let, let's get away from that. Let me remind some of you who don't have a score sheet in front of you. The uh, The Raiders. Uh, they lost uh, to the Rams 33-13. The New York Jets beat the Detroit Lions 48-17. The Atlanta Falcons lost to my Philadelphia Eagles by the score of 18-12. to The Baltimore Ravens played a high school. No, I'm not going to disrespect my, my fellow fraternity members. Buffalo Bills just didn't show up that day. They lost to the Ravens 47 to 3. Cleveland and Pittsburgh, they didn't play. Score doesn't indicate anybody won, anybody lost. The fact of the matter is, they both played five turnovers. I think the Browns had, well, I'm sorry, the Steelers had five turnovers. And Cleveland couldn't do anything with it. Right at the end of the game, the, the uh, field goal that wins the game gets blocked. How do you do that? When you go into a game, you know this, is, this, this field goal is either going to win the game or lose the game. There's no doubt about it. it. This is it. So if you're on the field goal team, you know you got to make your block. Those guys on those field goal teams, this is like sometimes people don't realize when they talk about all phases of the game, offense, defense, and special teams, special teams is in, extremely important. Extremely important. I'm gonna talk about a man that reminds me of somebody who used to play for the Cleveland Browns back in the day when I played with the Browns, reminded me of Ice Cube, Gerald McNeil. So no, that's Tyreek Hill. I'm gonna get to him in a second here. But right now, I wanna remind you the Browns and the Steelers did play. Good game too. I'll be honest, I enjoyed it. 21 21. Cincinnati Bengals played the Indianapolis Colts. Now, I, I, I don't know. Luck don't seem to be having a lot of good luck. But his body, is, he's, just, he's injury prone. He gets banged up. I used to, I, I, it's, it's interesting. I, I, a lot of times I say to people, and I think he's mispracticed for the second day or something about his foot. Here's what I tell people about Injuries. And in, in my my health, I, I want to talk about my health a lot of times. I tell people, I say, listen, from the time you play football and you go into practice your first day, your body is not 100% for the rest of that season, from that first day. Because I don't care if somebody steps on your foot. It hurts. So you are hurt. Injuries are the type of things where, okay, I would define an injury as something that is now Preventing me from the ability to play But in terms of being hurt You're hurt when somebody Somebody hits you That hurts That hurts like hell So you, you know That's you, you hurt You feel some pain But when you're injured You're injured To the point where you cannot perform Andrew Luck has been hurt He's been injured He got some issues now With his foot I think it is And he lost to the Cincinnati Bengals 34-23. The Miami Dolphins interception to the house. Tennessee Titan. Wow. Again, you know, we're hoping we see some things good quarterback down there. Mario had a big boy. Got to stay healthy. 27-20. Miami wins that one. Now, Here's what everybody expected. I certainly expected it. San Francisco 49ers lost. In the NFL, when you get a chance to spend time to prepare for a quarterback, and you got one of the best defenses in the National Football League, chances are that defense, they said defense wins championships, People need to start listening. So Minnesota showed up. San Francisco lost to the Minnesota Vikings 24-16. Now, this was a shocker to everybody, and I'm sure whoever uh, bet they didn't, I know they didn't get this one right. You're not going to tell me. I'm not going to believe you. If you tell me you got this one right because you thought they were going to win, then our relationship has changed. Tampa Bay Buccaneers without Jameis Winston. With with the bearded one, the QB with the big beard, the bearded one from Gilbert, Arizona. Beat up on the New Orleans Saints to the tune of forty eight to forty. Yes, sir, forty eight to forty. New Orleans lost that one. Now, here, here, here's one where very interesting game, good game, and, you know, it just, I think some people thought it was going to be a little different than it was. But then again, talking about another another good defense, Jacksonville Jaguars. And New York Jet, Giants, I'm sorry. Jaguars come out on top, 20 to 15. Now, here, here's here's another one. I'm not sure it was a surprise to everybody, but so I knew for sure. There was a young man that played for the Cleveland Browns in 1986 and 1987, for sure, because I was there. He probably soaking wet weighed 145 pounds, I'm going to say. I don't know if he weighed 150. Probably was about five foot eight inches tall. Skinny little dude. Probably had 1% body fat. But the man had a heart bigger than his body. And he could ball. he catches catch as a receiver. And a kickoff and a punt return. He had no fear. Called him cube. Ice cube. Because he was cold. Gerald McNeil. Cleveland Browns. I could have swore he suited up, got into the time tunnel, went back, and I saw him with Tyreek Hill, just as the imposter, as Tyreek Hill. That's Gerald Ice Cube right there. It's Cube. I'm going to tell you this just like Cube made it possible for us to win any game, because he could win it, he could take the game on his shoulders if they were punting and kicking off, because he could take it to the house. If, if there are three points, anytime Kansas City Chiefs this year is, somebody's giving them three points, take it. Because if they kick that ball to Tyreek Hill, you got your three points. You don't have to count on the field goal kicker, Tyreek Hill. Number 10. Oh, he could go. It should scare you when they kick. They shouldn't kick it to him. Why do you kick the ball to the man? But I think it should be a penalty if you don't kick it to the man. Can't take that away from the game. That's uh, punt returns is, and kickoff return could be so exciting when you got somebody like that on the field. But again, the Kansas City Chiefs and some people out there thought that the Chargers were going to win that game. They thought the Chargers had a better team, better de- you know the defense would be able to stop them. And you got to give credit to the quarterback too. Sure, they ran one guy out of town and you know put the young fella in there and let him play and. Getting it done. So 38 20, 38 20, Kansas City Chiefs on top. Washington Redskins and Arizona Cardinals. Arizona Cardinals disappoint. It's disappointing. Can't just come up with six points? Come on. Washington Redskins. Washington Redskins. Well, I don't know. It's between the Redskins and the Giants. And maybe maybe the Cowboys, if they keep playing the way they're playing. But they're going to be at the bottom of the NFC East. Cardinals, you, this, this division you're in, you got to play better than that. And I want to see you guys win. I, I live here now, so I, I got to, you know, when it's, when it's not one of my teams playing, then I got to root for the home team. Okay, let's look at Cam and the Dallas Cowboys played against each other, and and <laughs> Zeke, you got a running back. You got one running back who's holding out because he feels like, you know, he doesn't want to sign a contract because he may get beat up. You got another, you got another running back who wants to run the ball as many times as you can give it to him. We'll talk about that on the other side of this break. Listen to Railroad Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. We'll take a break and come right back.
1: Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports.
0: All right, you hear the music, you know the show, you listen to Ray Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix living like it matters. What matters to me is 9-11. And um, I'm going to say that with joy in my heart because I I don't want those people don't want us to be sad anymore. They want us to go on and and live our life and recognize and appreciate the fact that some of them didn't, you know, it hit them when they didn't even know it was going to hit them. They lost their lives. There were some who went into towers and lost their lives because they were trying to save other lives. There were some who decided They were going to just You know this plane was not You're not going to use this plane While we're on it To kill other people Innocent people uh, So some people Intentionally gave up their lives Some people sacrificed their life uh, But they all were lives That that, that, that matter to us and, and that we are very appreciative Of those people Who lost their loved ones And want us to understand That the fact that You know we wanted to get back To some normalcy And it dealt with sports Was no disrespect to you Because we felt that Some of your family members Who passed away Were also sports fans and they would want their football. So, are you ready for some football? I don't know if that was when that started, but uh, that was uh, certainly a slogan that was picked up and used in that month of September. Are you ready for some football? Because sports, you know, basically stopped. Baseball, football basically stopped. Basketball, they were uh, probably getting ready for the season. uh hadn't started yet. But... So anyway uh, God bless all those souls I had a moment of silence A little bit earlier So let me get back to We were talking about The Dallas Cowboys And the Carolina Panthers And, and I, I, I don't know If there's ever been a time Where a Star running back uh, I believe Found himself in a position Where the quarterback Of the other team Ran the ball Almost as many times As he did If not more I think one, one Somebody had 15 Somebody had 13 I think Cam ran the ball More times than Zeke did And here is a man that, you know, his motto is hey, feed me. Give, you know, feed me up. Give it to me. Give me the ball. Give me the ball. He wants the ball. And you don't have any receivers. Your Hall of Fame tight end retired. The other guy that was, you know, the best probably the most dependable receiver, probably certainly the most productive receiver of all those on your team is no longer on your team. So what are you going to do besides run the ball? You, you, didn't, you, didn't, you, didn't, you didn't sign Dez, but you didn't draft a, a, a receiver in the first round or you didn't trade for anybody or you didn't try to, didn't try to do anything. You just made us all think you were going to be feeding Zeke, and you're not. And so you You lost. So the Dallas Cowboys lost to the Carolina Panthers 16-8. to And if you don't get it together, you're going to lose again this weekend. Okay, moving on to the next one in case you didn't know again. Seahawks and the Denver Broncos. Good game. Good game. Uh, again, you know, defense. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you, you, you got some, some outside linebackers there that like rushing the passer. And uh, sometimes Russell can't always get away, so it's, uh, it makes it difficult at times when your when your offensive linemen and your running backs can't you know pick up you know linebackers when they're coming in to get your quarterback. It makes it very very difficult. And um, again, the Seattle Seahawks, they'll be there. They'll be they'll be in the hunt. I'm I'm not I'm not overly concerned about the Seattle Seahawks making the playoffs. I think they'll make the playoffs. I'm not really worried about that. Denver is good for them to get off to a good start. I think that's important for them. Uh, I think we all know that. Now, uh, um, a game of which, of course, a lot of people saw Sunday night, Green Bay Packers and Chicago Bears saw a Mac man out there who should have been playing on Monday night instead of Sunday night. But according to Chucky, he didn't want to play for them so much. Yeah, right, Chuck. We don't believe in that. You tell us anything, right, Chucky? But uh, certainly the Mac man did his job, but uh, it wasn't enough for the Green Bay Packers. Uh, I have some concern, and I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go here with this. And I may have started off a little early in the show, but I want to revisit it. I understand you paid the man the money, but there's risk and there's reward. It's one game. Now, all you Green Bay Packers fans out there, some of you may be owners of the team, too, because it's a publicly traded company. You may you have stock in it. I think you need to take care of your product a little bit better. You won that game, but it was the first game of the season. I don't know what kind of – I don't even know what to say because I don't know it as a fact, so I'm not going to just say it, but there was something maybe that you gave – or you you know, something that was able to assist Aaron Rodgers in managing his pain to complete that game because I, I know that was painful. I saw the way he got hurt he got hit. I saw the way he's limped. He had to get carted off the field. And then he came back. I think there's even a video out there on on uh on social media someplace where, you know, he's he's addressing his injury after the game and and the guys are just talking about how much he's laughing and, you know, they just feel as if, you know, you know he is uh feeling pretty good I, I don't know that as a fact, but i'm just I, I just know that there are times that when players are banged up that every now and then most times they'll they're going to give you something to, there's something that they're worried about right away, and so they want to get you know certain things into your system to try to make sure you're okay in the long term and and then even in the short term. And and sometimes people return to the field of play. I hope that didn't happen with Aaron Rodgers. You know, but I it just you know, with the result they were looking for they got. They won the game. And uh but you know, you don't always have you know, nowadays in football you don't always have to be tough. I think one of the guys got thrown out this week cuz you know, uh a head-to-head collision. This is this is this is a very physical football game. Uh, But again guys Take care of your bodies Be smart about things Aaron, certainly you need to be smart about things Because there's There's more to life than just football But take care of your body Uh, I want to wrap this uh, show up I got a few more minutes I'm sure But I want to wrap the show up I want to talk a little bit about my good friend Herman Edwards And the reason why I want to talk about Herm Is because again A lot of people just didn't think that You know Herm was going to get it done and he is getting it done. As a matter of fact, Herman's playing his alma mater this weekend here out here in Arizona. Herman's going to be playing against San Diego State where he went to school at. It's going to be an emotional time for him, I'm sure. So uh, all you guys root for Herman Edwards for me as I'm going to be rooting for him. Root for your teams. I hope they win. God bless you all. 9-11. Rest in heaven. Then listen to Railroad Sports on the Voice of America Network. And I'll see you next time, which will be the best time.
1: Thank you for spending this hour with Ray Ellis Sports. We hope that you've enjoyed today's conversation. For more information and to write Ray, visit rayellisports.com. That's rayellisports.com. Be sure to join us again next Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific time, 4 p.m. Eastern, right here on the Voice America Sports Channel.